The Guru is live. Good morning and welcome to the first day of spring 22. Oh my goodness sakes, we have made it. Of course, opening spring really, you know, is March 1st for real estate. That's what we all think of because people start thinking about spring around the March 1st time. And here it comes at us. It's crazy. Now is the actual opening of spring and the weather's getting better. And you know what we're talking about today is curb appeal because curb appeal makes your house stand out from everything. It makes it go pop. And people love that when, when the, you know, they're driving, they're going to drive the neighborhood and they're coming around and there's the house for sale. And oh, they want that. You want them to drive by and say, wow, I want that. That's curb appeal. That house is awesome. People already start to get images as to what the house is going to look like on the inside. From the outside, it's the first impression, and we're going to peel curb appeal apart in just a minute right after this. So, Rod, how can a cup of coffee improve my career in real estate? Well, one cup of coffee is how we start our mornings, and it's not a stranger in real estate. We have coffee with our clients all the time. Even bigger than that, we can sit down with one cup of coffee, talk about your goals, make your business bigger, and push you to heights that you can't even believe. That's right. And I'll tell you, working for Rod and I, you can be pushed because he's a workhorse. I love real estate, and I want to share my passion with building your career in real estate as soon as we can pour the next cup of coffee. So how about a cup of coffee with us? I look forward to having a cup of coffee with you and having a discussion of a career change as soon as possible. Thank you. The guru is live again. Okay, here we go. We're talking current appeal today. I got to tell you, I am feeling fantastic. I love spring. Spring is next to my favorite time of the year. It's very close. It's a close second. Fall is actually my favorite time of the year because I, I just love the environment. It's still warm outside. Or maybe I should call it autumn. Kind of that time between actual fall and, and, and the end, end of summer. You know, things are really changing. And Anyway, so curb appeal. I love it. And curb appeal starts with driving your neighborhood. Grab a cup of coffee with me, by the way, this morning. Well, we take curb appeal apart. I'm drinking my Black Rifle Coffee Company coffee again this morning. So driving your neighborhood, by the way, for curb appeal. So let's let's take this a step step back and find out what is the deal with driving. Why do I want you to drive the neighborhood? You've got a listing. You are ready to go. You think you're going to sell this house right away. And by the way, you probably will sell it right away. We're in a seller's market. The question is, how much money will you leave on the table for your seller if you don't properly prepare the curb appeal of the house? The inside of the house can pop like nobody's business. But if people don't want to go in it, 
or it doesn't ma match or be better than the other houses in the area, you've got a problem. You've got a problem with it. So first thing you do is you drive the neighborhood. This is what buyers do. You've got to get yourself in the mental space of the buyer. The buyer comes by and they're going to drive the neighborhood. They're going to look around. They're going to say, well, the two streets down, there's another house for sale. Or look at all these houses over here. Don't you think this is just a carbon copy of that house? This is how buyers think. You've got to get yourself into the mental space of the buyer looking at the neighborhood. In fact, I want you to do more than just drive the neighborhood. I want you to park your car and go and take a half hour, walk the neighborhood, walk around, look, look what's going on. Does the house you're representing to sell, does it pop? Does it stand out? What are the assets of it? You know, every house is different. That Every house is different. How does your house compare with that you're representing, that you're helping your seller get every dollar from? How does it compare with everything else? Is it warm? Is it welcoming? Is it warming to the people when they come by? Do they feel good about it? What's the mental aspects that come, come up? What are the key points that come up when you are considering this house, does it look junky? There's, there's one for you. What a tough conversation that can be. When you tell when you tell your seller, you know, the inside of your house is terrific. We're going to get a lot of money for this. Oh, by the way, the outside of your house looks junky. That, that, that's a hard conversation. But it's a conversation that you, as the agent, has to have with the seller. You're representing the seller? Come on. You've got to have that come to honesty opportunity and conversation here. The key point is on the left side of your garage, you've got nothing but junk over there or in front of the garage or you've got a bunch of cars. Your place looks like a, a, a carport of full cars. They're everywhere. You've got eight cars in front of your house. You don't want that. You not only don't want it for picture day, and we always tell people, get rid of the extra automobiles for picture day. Nobody wants, you're not selling a car. <laughs> Let me take a sip of coffee. I'm probably going to get some complaints on, on, on that comment. It's true, though. You're not selling a car. You're selling one of the largest assets of someone's life. You're selling their home. And you want that home to pop. And you want the key points of that home to pop. And when people drive by, when they walk by, they're looking at it. First, you want the house to stand out. You want it to be obvious this is the house. And wouldn't you be the proud owner of being in this particular home? You want to brighten up that home with flowers. I'm just coming out and saying it. I would love to hear from you in comments this morning about how do you make your seller's home stand out?
And before you start saying it doesn't matter because we're in a seller's market, it always matters because you're leaving dollars on the table by not getting enough offers in. And the people who say, well, why would I want that house when I can have the one? Let's just go make an offer down there. And I'm not trying to get 30 offers for you. I'm trying to get the best offers for you. I want the best offers to not leave a dollar on the, on the table. I don't care that you have a bidding war or not. What I care is that you are building your business bigger than ever before. And you're representing the people that you have a relationship with. You're connected with. With. Great advice, great advice, not just some simple advice, great advice, which establishes your credibility in the market. And guess what? It's going to come back around and give you referrals. That's exactly what this does. Okay. How many times do we miss something when it comes to curb appeal? We've done, we do curb appeal every year, by the way. We, we, we got one out there last year. It's a popular video. You can go see our curb appeal. And we have another curb appeal out, out there as well. If you want to see our other videos on curb appeal, on helping specific aspects of curb appeal. You've got to start thinking about borders and barriers, bark dust. These should not be blended areas. These should be areas that pop. Maybe you, you need to have that conversation with your seller that you'll bring in a load of bark dust to help their house pop. You know, fresh bark dust, it does look good and it contrasts the home. But it's not, but don't stop with bark dust. It's not the only thing to have. You have to have other things making that house pop. How about watering the lawn? You know, watering the lawn so you can have actually a green lawn. By the way, if you're in one of the areas, this is video, maybe in southern Arizona or some of the other dry areas, and you're using paint for the lawn. And before others get, get crazy about this, there is a thing called lawn paint. It's eco-friendly. It's meant for this. And there are some areas of our nation that paint their lawn. So they don't have, because they don't want to have to water. They get very little water in some of these areas, but they still want a green lawn. So they actually go out and paint the lawn that's eco-friendly. If you're in one of those areas or you've done this, I would love to hear from you in the comments about how did that work for you? Because let's face it, having curb appeal, that stands out. It is so amazing to buyers. Now, they're not going to roll up and say, oh, that curb appeal is better than that curb appeal. I want that house. That's not how it works. It works on the inside of someone's head. It's not that outward thing. It's inside them where they say, well, this house just looks better. This is a better cared for house. This house is going to suit our needs better. This house is going to have lower maintenance for us. And it, it all starts with the curb appeal on the front end. Now, take a look at paint on the house. So we've taken a look at bark dust. 
the rocks, make sure we got the weeds down, we've cut the grass, we're watering the lawn, we've trimmed up the lawn, we've got the edging done. Maybe you need to bring in a lawn maintenance company for a short period of time, even though they didn't, maybe they're not using it regular, and that's fine. In fact, a lot of people love to do lawn maintenance themselves. I mean, it, it it's a chore, it's a, it's a workout, but it, there's also a huge pride factor in it. But maybe the, your people just aren't able to do it. And you need to advise you with bringing in a lawn maintenance company to trim things up and kind of get it back to going. But once you get to that point, you need to be thinking about paint on the house. What does the paint look like? Now, paint on the house is a couple things. Number one, it's curb appeal. What does that paint look like? Is it is, is it in good shape? Is it a good color for the neighborhood and what's going on? Yes, I said, is it a good color? Is it actually? And you, is it Pepto Bismol pink? <laughs> and I know, I know, there can be some areas that maybe that go, goes well. Most of our areas of the Northwest, Pepto Bismol pink just isn't the, the the color of which we're going to choose for our house. However, there are lots of colors that can work with the neighborhood. And then there are colors that just aren't working. Popular right now are natural tones, earth tones, muted colors. But the paint, I don't care what color it is. The paint needs to be in decent shape. So you need to take a look at the paint. It needs to be in decent shape. The number, remember, number one is the curb appeal of the paint. Number two is lots of chipped paint and show and the paint so bad that it's showing wood. That's going to be a problem with inspections. That's going to be a problem with appraisal showing the raw wood because it's chipped off. So you've got a couple things to hit there. But today we're talking about curb appeal, and curb appeal is a big, big deal. All right, what about the walkways? So you've walked the area around the house. You've drove the area. You've looked at other curb appeals. And now you're going to walk up to the entryway of the home itself. Pay close attention to what's going on with the walkway. Because let me tell you, the buyers will be paying close attention as they walk up to the home. They're busy looking around. They're busy either being impressed with what's happening or they're busy saying, this doesn't look good. What's going on here? Why is all that trash over there? Well, why is this happening? What you want is the, the entryway to feel like they are on a magic carpet ride and they are walking up to the wonders of the home and they are being wowed every step of the way. All right, let's pause here just for a second, take a sip of our coffee. I would love it if you would take a moment and hit that like button. Let me sip my coffee. Take a second. Hit that like button. I love it. It makes my day for you to hit the like button. Respond to me in the comments. I don't care what social media you're on. Make a comment. Let me know what do you do 
about curb appeal. It's opening day for actual spring. What are you advising your clients to do about curb appeal? How are you advising to brighten up the house, to make it look better? It's not just that we're in a seller's market. It's that we are in a seller's market and it's still competitive to get the best person to buy the house. And people want it to look great. You will, even in a competitive, even in, to me, in a market like we're in, a seller's market, you will get better buyers the better the home is going to look. So take a minute, give me a comment, let me know how you're doing it, and follow us on social media. I love it when people take a moment and hit that follow button. I'll get back to everybody let, on your comments and hit that like button. And I, I, I just, it makes my day. Absolutely makes my day. All right. So entryways. Entryways are critical. Entryways set the framework for entering the home. I've said it before. I'll say it again. We've got lots of shows on the inside of a house. But you won't get the right buyer inside the house if you don't have the correct curb appeal on the outside of the house. I can't tell you how many times I have rolled up to a house. We've seen the pictures. We're representing a buyer. We've seen the pictures on the inside. And my buyer says, oh, I don't want that. And I said, well, let's go in anyway. Remember how good the pictures were. Remember how, because this can be cleaned up. So you start advising them. But sometimes the curb appeal is so persuasive to walk away. Or shall I say, dissuasive. They don't want to be part of it because they don't want to clean it up. The inside of the house can pop. The inside of the house can be whatever they want it to be. But they rolled up and the outside of the house was a travesty. This is, this is bad news. This is bad news for you, of course, as the agent. This is bad news for, for the seller. This is bad news across the board because now there's a buyer not looking at what might otherwise be a perfect property, but they have been dissuaded by the curb appeal of it, even though the inside of the house was popping like crazy because people love to spend time. Let me just, let's just, just take a moment here. People love to spend time on the inside of their home. They like to remodel the kitchen, put in special countertops, put in heated floors in the bathroom and heated floors in the kitchen. They put hardwoods throughout the house, fresh. They love to dress up the inside. Often the outside is forgotten about for a long period of time, thinking that the outside will take care of itself. But the outside doesn't take care of itself. The outside needs to be dressed up just like the inside. And it needs to pop. It needs to say to the person, wow, come and visit me. That's huge. Curb appeal will change the class of person 
possibly making offers on your house. Now, let's not forget that porches are a big deal. Porches are a big deal when it comes to the outside curb appeal. First of all, people can see a front porch. They may be able to see a back porch as well. It's probably dependent on the, on the house, right? But they can see a front porch. And front porches are not a place to hold the extra garbage of the house or the extra refuse of the house or the extra items that you just don't know what to do with. Porches should be cleaned up. Porches should be painted. Porches should be a fun, inviting part of the home that is part of the entrance environment. If your home has a, a nice porch, particularly if it's a larger porch and it can have a swing on it or something like this, it's a big deal. People are looking at the porch. Before we even go in, I'll be, you know, my wife will be over there unlocking the door, getting ready. And if there's a swing, almost invariably, people will go and sit on the swing and swing for a minute. It's amazing the attraction of a porch. It's also amazing that people forget about it and they pile up stuff. And it's not, it's not junk often. It's just a pile of extra stuff from the house. Maybe it's, you know, the 30 extra pair of shoes from the whole family outside the house. They're just kind of piled over there. And that I'm not saying it's a bad thing to have your shoes outside the house. But maybe for showings, you need to remove some of that. Just remove it for the showing time so that the house has a better opportunity to show itself off for the coming buyers. Now, let me take a step back. We're, we're evaluating this whole curb appeal thing. Let's look at mailboxes. People forget about their mailbox. And the mailbox can, you know, be hanging on by a, a one-nail situation. When people roll up, they are actually looking at the whole thing. Now, I, I will say that I've never had a mailbox, a bad mailbox, stop a sale that I'm aware of. I'd like to hear from you in the comments if you have. However, I've had lots of people make comments and make repair addendums that they want the mailbox fixed. That, you know, it's it's kind of at a 45-degree cockeyed angle. It's hanging off by, by a, a nail or something. It's just not looking like everything. And, it, and the whole house is looking great. they got curb appeal. The grass is looking great. The entrance is great. Everything's looking terrific. And the mailbox is horrible. It's half falling down. The wood in the mailbox is cracked. It's, it's barely functioning. Well, people are noticing this, and every, it takes a few items, but not many. But here's one, the mailbox. So people mentally note, oh, the mailbox is in battery repair. How many items does it take for the average buyer to begin to say, this home is in poor repair, even though it may not be in poor repair? It may not be in poor repair at all, but they begin to say it in their head. 
This is a mental game, and you've got to be aware of the mental game going on. People begin to say in their head, this house is in poor repair. Because it's not just that the house has privacy. It's that, that everything is overgrown. And now we have a bad mailbox. We have grass that hasn't been kept up. We have an entranceway that's not looking so good. And everything around it, the trees, the everything, everything is overgrown. Well, now we've got, a, we've got three or more items and people begin to mentally say to themselves, Someone's not hasn't been paying attention to this house. This is a fixer. This house isn't isn't what I thought it was. This is a fixer upper. Now they may continue to go on in and take a look around and see what's going on, but now mentally they're saying this is a fixer upper. Now maybe on the inside. And on picture day, it looks terrific. But when they arrive, it doesn't look so good. You've got to think about your picture day looks like this. You want when people arrive, it to look similar to picture day. So if you had eight cars on the outside of the house that you removed for picture day, you need to be advising the people, don't bring back the eight cars. We can't have that for showing times either. The eight cars need to be parked somewhere else. And I, before you sent me the comment saying, well, we're, well uh, Guru, where are you going to park them? I don't know. I don't know your area. I don't know where you're going to park them. Maybe they need to sell some of their cars. I don't know. <laughs> time to clean up. It does take time. When you start pulling all of the picture together, like I said, people love to work on the inside of the house. You as the professional, this is your career. You're building a career, and in a few years, you want lots of referrals. So you have to make sure your advice is spot on. You need to remind people, it's going to take time to clean up. Now, that may include bringing in a company that can actually help you clean up. Plant new things, remove debris, bring in flowers, bring in new fencing or repair fencing. These are big deal items that will that, that they don't happen in 20 minutes. They will take some time. So you need to stage when you want to launch the house. We started advising a bunch of our people that are planning to sell. We started advising them last November because they didn't want, and I told them, let's get that house going. We can sell it during the holidays, no problem. But they didn't want to. They wanted to wait till spring. Okay, spring's here. But we, we needed to start advising them. What is it going to take then for you to get your house up to speed for spring? Well, we have arrived. This is it. The hottest time of the market, you just put your toe into it. You just stepped on in. Well, we've arrived, and you want the houses that you're representing to pop and get the attention of the buyers and not dissuade them. You don't want it to be... See, the outside of the house tells a story. 
it begins to tell the story of what to expect on the inside. And if the story, if the people are not of the nature that they want to jump in and fix a bunch of stuff up, and a lot of people don't. They're busy in their own life. They have their own career going on. If it's telling the story from the outside that this house is going to take a lot of work to bring it back up to speed, well, that's not as, and the inside of the house actually isn't that. Well, then that's not the story you want the outside telling. The two need to be telling a similar story to each other. Now, if you actually have a fixer upper on the inside, the outside also can tell the story of a fixer upper. But be aware you are telling that story to the buyers and investors. I always say, let's deal with what we can deal with. Let's spruce up the yard, even if the inside needs more work. You're building your career. You're doing what you can. You are building your career bigger than ever imagined before. And you are doing it through knowledge, skills, and abilities. And I want your career to be bringing in referrals within a short period of time that begins to make your career an easier career because the easiest business you'll ever have is the referral business because people trust you. You've gained credibility and people trust you. We can show you in our Kickstarter program that right down here below on the banner is the link to our Kickstarter program. We can show you how to get clients and bring them through the system and have them in a referral system after that because there's a follow-up methodology to doing it. And we have coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching programs, which for all of this, we have a 100% money-back guarantee program. 100% money-back guarantee, that is how much we know we can build your business. This is Real Estate Daily. I'm your real estate guru, and we are here, here to build your business bigger than ever imagined. Talk to you tomorrow.